Good evening, America. I have a special show for you today. It's just you and me talking about why Governor Ron DeSantis should be our next president of the United States. Kind of laying out my initial uh, reasons. And the grassroots movement I started to help DeSantis get into office, PatriotsForDeSantis.us. So no water break team this week, but you still have to grab your best scotch, Dr. Pepper, and enjoy the show. Smart pricing table. Do you own a business and write a lot of proposals? If so, you should check out smartpricingtable.com. Smart pricing table allows you to create quick and accurate proposals, and it's loaded with features like recurring fees, quantities, and line item upsells. When your prospect is ready, they can e-sign, and you're off to the races. Visit smartpricingtable.com, smartpricingtable.com, and mention CrossPolitik to get 25% off your first two months. We use it, and so should you. Great owner um, and great friend of the show there. Cannonball or belly flop? Ron DeSantis, the case for Ron DeSantis as president in 2024. This is kind of my initial case, and I'll I'll be kind of expanding this as as I go along here over the next year, but this is my initial case. Okay, so back at the beginning of 2020, I believe uh, we had our friend Nate Wilson on our show, and the topic of Trump's reelection came up. Nate predicted that things would get crazy and that Trump's pride would be the would get the best of him, which was kind of interesting. I think this is back in 2020 or maybe maybe uh, late 2019. You know, pride comes before a fall, and that's what kind of Nate was judging some of his analysis off of. And well, little did we know at that point, but God ended up using a flu to bring down Trump and then replace Trump with a nursing home resident. Fast forward two years later, and now 2024 is just start you know just around the corner. Talks of Trump running in 2024 have they basically never stopped, especially for the MAGA crowd. And and part of me, part of me does want to see Trump run again and win, and then walk into DC like a Quentin Tarantino flick and and just level, level all that corruption. That is my fleshly desire, but I'm 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 trying to think a little more strategically and a little more long term here. I think there's a better way. This week, I rolled out an organization. I started PatriotsForDeSantis.us with the goal of creating a grassroots organization to get Governor Ron DeSantis elected in 2024. So I wanted to lay out my uh, initial case on why I think this is the right move. So first, uh, President Trump's downfall as president, you know, the reason why he lost the election if if you take the rig part out of it, which I do believe is rigged, but you know, if you kind of strip that out of it, um, I, I, I think um, he uh, uh, he lost the election. His weakness in losing that election was is actually Governor DeSantis's strength. So President Trump's weakness in 2020 and 2021 is actually Governor DeSantis's strength. Trump's inability to navigate the bureaucracy of the pandemic. And giving bureaucracy, bureaucrats like Fauci the mic was the business, biggest mistake of his presidency. Governor DeSantis understands bureaucracy. I mean, he's, he's governor. He's executive of Florida. And no matter how important it is to be an outsider, which I, I want, I really do. I like Trump being an outsider. I, I'd prefer um, uh, DeSantis being more of an outsider. And I, he, he's got a little bit of that. Uh, it, it, it is important to have an outsider to drain the swamp. It's just as important to understand and navigate the corrupt bureaucracies and the corrupt bureaucratic government in D.C. That's where the rat nest is at. And that, that bureaucracy is what got us in so much trouble 
in 2020 in the COVID. The bureaucracies ran the government in a lot of ways, especially in our state. Secondly, Governor DeSantis has eight years to give. This is a big, this is a big point here. Governor DeSantis has eight years to give the office of president, and Trump has only four years left. This is an important issue because it's going to take a lot of time to drain the swamp in D.C., and D.C. is a mess, and we need a, we need a, a real temple cleansing that I'm afraid is going to take a couple decades to unwind the democratic destruction that is devastating our nation. So four years is not enough. Uh, we need eight years, which is what DeSantis has, and Trump only has four. Thirdly, one of the key areas that needs some serious draining is our military. Governor DeSantis has a solid military background, which is, which is needed to navigate the military-industrial complex and to get rid of all the bad actors and policies weakening our ability to protect our nation. The military really is a problem. Trump has no military background, and, and DeSantis does. So I, I think that's actually um, a, a big thing we need to be paying attention to here in the next four years. Fourthly, Governor DeSantis does not have all the baggage that Trump has, but it's clear he has all the fight. The need of the hour's fighters and watching all the fighting that DeSantis has done in Florida as governor has been encouraging to watch. Actions speak louder than words, and we have seen a lot of action out of DeSantis in the last two years. Fifth, while DeSantis' first couple of months or so dealing with COVID was not impressive, it wasn't good, just flat out wasn't good. Uh, once he got a handle on the data and narrative, he actually was pretty fantastic. And, and so I appreciate a governor who knows how to make changes when he realizes the real situation, the real narrative, the real situation that's going on. And DeSantis made some changes. He really did. Other governors refused to make those changes, like Governor Abbott, my governor, Governor Brad Little. When they, when they knew the data, when they had more information on the narrative, well, DeSantis made the shift, and, and that's a noble um, uh, thing to point out. Six, my ideal situation, this, this would be kind of my ideal situation, would be to, to see Trump endorse DeSantis, the Republicans take over the House, and then vote Trump in as Speaker of the House starting in January 2023, actually, you know, literally in a couple months. And constitutional scholars generally agree with me on this, that there's no requirement that the Speaker be selected from House membership. And if it was challenged to the Supreme Court, if that issue was challenged to the Supreme Court, well, the, the courts, the Supreme Court usually just um, lets Congress make up their own rules. They, the Supreme Court and Congress, that you know, separation of powers. So if they want to make that rule, they can make that rule. And that rule, and it looks like that the, the constitutional scholars already agree with me that, that that is a plausible scenario. Now, I would love to see, the reason why I like this is because I'd love to see Trump head up all the investigative committees for Russiagate. Uh, head up the investigative committee for the FBI spying on him, Hunter Biden's investigative committee, and, and just so much more. That would be a blast, and I think Trump would be very effective as Speaker of the House. Lastly, DeSantis at this point lines up with, um, seems to line up with the qualifications of what our elected leadership look like according to the Bible. Remember, Jethro told Moses to appoint leaders who fear God, they're men of truth, and who hate covetousness. In addition, and I think we should borrow the qualifications of what it means to be an elder. Um, those are good qualifications. Every leader should aspire to those qualifications. DeSantis has never been divorced, unlike Trump is on his third marriage, and seems to be a faithful husband and father. I'm not claiming any perfection here. I don't know all of DeSantis' personal life here, but I'm, I'm just pointing out with what I know 
it, it appears DeSantis fits, and what I see, it appears that DeSantis fits within the qualifications, you know, pretty well. So, in conclusion, here, all right, I got I got three kind of mini exhortations here. Um, first, never forget that you know Psalm twenty: some trust in chariots, some trust in horses, some trust in Trump and DeSantis, but but we trust in the Lord our God. Do not put your faith in a conservative president. Do not. I guarantee he will let you down. They will disappoint you. Pray without ceasing and everything give thanks because our faith is in the King of Kings, Lord of Lords. As Christians, we do our best with the wisdom God gives us from his word to apply it to our political decisions we have to make. But in the end, I am so grateful that Jesus is King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And so do your best with the wisdom God's given you. Don't put your faith in Trump. Don't put your faith in DeSantis and trust in the Lord um, through all this. Secondly, remember the most important elections are your local elections, your sheriff, your mayor, even your public school board. You can run and get on that and have a huge impact. Those are all major elections that need to be, you, you need to be putting your time and resources into. Of course, we need to vote for a good president, which I'm arguing here for, but don't let that distract you from building true community in your city, in your church, and in your state. Local politics is a lot harder than voting for a president every four years. Local politics takes a lot more work. And local politics impacts your life far more than the president will. You fix your local community. You build a good, strong, and solid local community with good political leaders. And in doing that, you will actually strip the president and the federal government from powers that, and tentacles that might have on your city. You fix that. So build your local community. That's really important. As you saw in Moscow during the pandemic, we were able to push back even against our city in all this. So build your local community. Lastly, while I'm grateful to President Trump and his four years fighting the swamp, okay, um, that swamp includes, and I believe, I believe, uh, I really do. This really kind of goes back to, I really believe we need a long-term solution to our nation's problem. The swamp, which includes the FBI, the military, and all the bureaucracies that we've been discussing. Let me turn this down just a little bit here. Uh, and bureaucracies like Department of Education and the establishment elitist elected officials. It really does need eight years, if not more. You know, DeSantis has eight years to give. Trump has four left. And, and he's, you know, give me 79, 80 by the time 2024 comes around. Trump did great work. He, he, he unsettled everything which we really needed. And he did great work to try and drain the swamp. And I would encourage him to endorse DeSantis for the long-term strategy and health of our nation. So go to patriotsfordesantis.us and sign up and join the grassroots movement. And even there's a little box there you can check to endorse uh, DeSantis for 2024. That information is going to be really helpful your email sign up, your endorsement. If we can get millions, we can impact this election in 2024. So I hope this grassroots movement really does have an impact on our election and begins to change the direction for our good and God's glory in this nation. So until next week, go fight, laugh, and feast. This is the Water Break with Water Boy. Cheers.
Home, it's where you build your legacy, where traditions are started, seeds are planted, meals are shared, and stories are told. We are Chris Natalie Carpenter, owners of Story Real Estate, and our team of top agents helps people find homes in Moscow, Idaho, and around the country. Have you thought about a move? Contact us to get connected with a top agent who shares your values and puts your family first. Or reach out to us about our Moscow Relocation Guide. Wherever you're looking to go, we can help you find home. Call us at Story Real Estate or visit us at storyrealestate.com and start building your legacy.